0: Welcome to another episode of Dragons and Dreadfort. It's the ultimate Game of Thrones. <laughs> you are so, so sad. sad. <laughs> I am going to do my absolute best. But first, hashtag but first to not what? spoil anything in this episode.
1: In uh, Big Brother, if you if if we have any Big
2: Brother fans out there, I don't even know. What that uh, Wait, Connie that like is. the Chung?
1: reality show? Yeah, the reality show. Connie Chung, the host. You're, she, off.
2: you're off the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> would say. Uh, she would like talk about like. The, tonight on big brother we've got this and we got this we got this and this was like a this was like an every night kind of thing or every episode kind of thing and she would say but first and then on the bottom of the screen it would pop up hashtag butt first <laughs> hashtag butt first so but first b-u-t-t we no 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 oh. that would be his hashtag mm. Justice hashtag <laughs> you're always but first um we do have some house cleaning to do when it comes to the spoiler jar, unfortunately. And Justin is taking this on the chin, uh, much like he takes it in the face, um, and in the
2: ass. And so <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had like an air, like a, an air of a uh, what's the word? I don't know.
1: He had, uh, if you missed episode three, first of all, I'll go back and watch it. Second, or listen to it and it's watch a podcast. it. podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you missed episode three, he had a pretty bad spoiler. Now, luckily... But through the
2: magic of through technology. Through the magic
1: of editing... Uh, you don't
0: know what that was.
1: Listeners do not know what that is. Now, the difficulty is that through the magic of real life, Keith does know that spoiler now. It's true. And because of the, the nature of this show, we do have a spoiler jar. So if anyone does... Have a spoiler which I had in episode one. Um, I had a a small five dollar spoiler, it's still laughable at this point. It is laughable compared to yours. Uh, and and, but in episode three, Justin has a major spoiler now, it's been bleeped out, so you're good to go back and listen. But it has a major spoiler that uh, we could not figure out a way to say that it was less than fifty dollars, which is the which is the maximum for a spoiler.
2: I think you both said it should be more than not that I'm trying to like say we need more than 50, but. It was a pretty bad one.
0: It's pretty bad. Um, so I mean, it's it's one of a handful in the show that would have been fifty. But yeah, I still yeah, love Justin. Yeah. Oh, we
1: all still love Justin, and you as listeners can still love Justin because it's been bleeped out. Um, there has been into this jar. You might
2: be able to hear it right now. There's. That's not how you do that. This, nope. That still doesn't help. Which way would you like me to do it? Just shake it. There you go. That's how you know something's there in something. There
1: has been a.
2: An insertion into insertion the jar. Insertion
1: of a fifty dollar spoiler into the jar. And here's the thing, bud. Much like bud? other things in life that erase once you once you do this, everything is erased in the past. You have paid your penance. It doesn't it feel done. that way. It's done. Keith, is it done? Like
2: the blood of Christ covering us all. I Jesus. was
1: I was getting at that, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs>
2: If it's no. gonna be this kind of podcast, I no,
1: no, 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 no. But your your penance has been paid. You.
0: This house it, is clean. It doesn't feel clean.
1: <laughs> I'm looking for Ray Finkel, and a new pair of shorts. Go on.
0: Welcome to <laughs> episode four. Oh, <laughs> uh, Thanks for absolving me of my problems. Like you the, absolve yourself, but you like paid, the Pope you paid of price. old. He literally
2: what? Like the Pope of old? Yes.
0: So, episode four is titled Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. Uh, It was released on May 8th, 2011. It was directed by Brian Kirk, and it was written by Brian Cogman. Wow. So, a new writer.
1: Only Brian Cogman? Is that what it said?
0: It's only Brian Cogman. It says only
2: Brian Cogman. Wow. They were on vacation?
0: Produced by and show ran by yeah. D&D, but the writer of this episode is Cog the Cogman, which I've heard him called on another podcast. Really? I can't take credit <laughs> for that. Um, we're not so, going to mention the name of that because it sucks. Uh, it's not the ultimate companion podcast, but this one is. So we open with a scene of uh, Bran and this Raven. Um, and I wanted to kind of jump in. That Bran you know, is walking.
2: Brand said, walking. It's a dream. Yeah, he because right he's away. walking. <laughs> clearly. But also ravens don't act like that. Or have allegedly. Free eyes. Allegedly. I mean,
1: they they strap messages to their feet and, and send them flying to other places know. in the world.
2: Corvids are pretty cool. What? Corvids? What are Corvids? It's like ravens are in the Corvid family. I don't know families of birds.
1: That's that right. okay, okay, Corvid families? Okay. Right. What right. else is a Corvid?
2: Um I have a raven, ravens and crows. I have a
0: raven tattooed on my chest.
2: I believe they're different, and I believe you're wrong.
0: You believe that I'm wrong that I have a raven tattoo on my chest? Mm-hmm, show see. us.
2: No. Yeah, I'm not showing, you, show you me don't your chest. have one. I'd, Say it with your chest. Nope. There. Nope. I definitely do. Not a raven. It is a raven. No. It's a bad uh, raven, but it's a raven. The,
0: okay. Okay. I'm not saying I have all great tattoos. It's a shitty tattoo, but it's a tattoo of a raven nonetheless if
1: you, you don't so. have all great tattoos but you do have a, f- a couple great tattoos and the
0: and the visible ones are great yeah which is god. good which is good yeah, yeah. thank god and whitney right. and whitney <laughs> uh so let's dive in because <laughs> this real shit laugh, is everybody this shit is bad um what's bad just Let's, what we're doing right now. It's this is a Game of Thrones companion people podcast. Let's people dive for, in. Give the people, people, people what they want. For our personality. Let's insert ourselves. Just No one like. knows
1: what it means, but it's provocative.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what? I wanted to know if you had any okay. uh, any thoughts on the meaning of said brand dream with the Raven. Do you have any thoughts on like what it might mean? Not really. Did okay. you notice the Raven's face?
2: Yeah, I said that it had three eyes. Okay, good. Just
0: um, sure. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. So then we kind of get, up. then we kind of get into. What?
2: Speak up. What? Speak up. What do we kind of get into, Justin? I'm about to quit this shit. No, you're not. You quit last episode. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Then we get into the scene where um, uh, uh, Tyrion is in front of the current Lord of Winterfell uh rob and we see some other people in the room and we we get theon kind of being there and i just they they touch on it a little bit later in the episode but i wanted to see how much you picked up on you've asked before about theon's relationship to the starks yes at this point i mean uh, you can talk about what you've learned later in the episode too but do you have any idea what the hell's happening and and what theon's relationship to the starks is no other than do boy. Yeah, because he because the scene that we get first is Theon and Bran in bed. I mean, and summer, Bran's, Bran's in bed. Theon's not <laughs> in bed with Bran. Bran and Theon wow. are in bed together.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Summer growls at Theon when he walks in the room. Yeah, but a, why do him? you think that is? I know why that is. Okay, but
2: does not he growl at everyone? Say,
1: summer doesn't growl at everyone. No. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny though that because a month ago or a month and a half ago maybe. Theon was like, give him here, I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Summer's like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck I remember. Bitch. I remember. The North remembers.
0: Um, so anyway, we see that. Then we see, you know, Rob and Tyrion and all that stuff. And and I just Rob is that Rob is the Lord. It would have been, yeah. It would not What? That would have been that. That's five, though. No. That wouldn't have been five. I didn't go keep going. No, that's not a spoiler. Okay, you're free. All right, you're free and clear. But if you had continued, that would have been more than five. Of course, it's more than five. Um. So anyway,
2: entirely. Yeah, I know. Which is good. Which is why it's not. (laughs) Um. I see. Go back and listen.
0: No, you don't. You don't listen to the show. You don't support us. I do. Um. Anyway, can we continue? No. Because we haven't gotten to anything, and we're 10 minutes in. Let's try to, to not the summer be two hours long. Arm. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know, Rob is the acting lord of Winterfell. He's very clearly asserting his authority. He's controlling. Dropping that dig on the
1: table. He sure is.
0: Uh, he's not playing games with Tyrion. Um, you know, Tyrion has a... Uh, uh, Lots of glasses of wine. A funny, yeah. Nick's feeling it. He's, <laughs> I love it. He's not drinking beer tonight. He's drinking wine, and yeah, wine, in honor of Robert Baratheon, more wine. Wine. Nick is a Lancel
1: Lannister. <laughs> Who named you? God.
2: I like Wine Nick.
0: Oh, Wine Nick is not my favorite version. Mm. Um, <laughs> so Brand says I'm not a cripple. And and uh, and I'm not a dwarf. And he says, I'm not a dwarf. My father would be delighted to hear it. And I just thought that, that was so good. Like That was great. Tyrion's acceptance of his who he is and what he is from the beginning and all the way through is so powerful because he just totally accepts it. It could be something that could absolutely ruin your life, especially in this world. Yeah. And he just totally accepts it for what it is. He makes jokes about it. He tries to help other people. Like. Dude, y- yes you are, and it's it fine. It in turn
1: helps other people accept it. Does. it. Yeah, accept and and move on and, and and wear it.
2: But I will say it and he admits it. It's helpful that he's a rich. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he he, he about cripple. that in the last episode. Yeah.
0: If you're going to be a cripple, better better to be a rich one. And similarly, he was kind of making the correlation between like being a rich dwarf. And
1: and and Tyrion says in episode 2 when he's talking to John that if I'd have been born anywhere else but a, but Casterly Rock to a Lannister, he would have, you know, been left to die or right. probably been thrown out, whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, but he wasn't. Um, and so, whatever. Basically, Tyrion's thing is: whatever cards you're dealt, play them the best you can. You're not dealt. Not everyone's dealt an equal hand, but you can play
2: this hand. But also, mention It's wow, wow! I cannot talk words, man. Yeah, they're hard. Everyone he tells that. Don't to worry, you it's just a podcast. Is rich. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Well, he doesn't talk to many people that aren't. Well, yeah.
2: yes, not exactly too, but like. Yes, play the hands that you're dealt, but you're still like you're a cripple, but like your hands are pretty good.
0: Which is which is good because that's where he can relate. He can relate to the fact that like if he was talking to a poor person, his there's no relate, yeah, his his examples and his experiences don't correlate and they Mm -hmm. don't translate to that. And so it's kind of law, it's it falls on deaf ears, right? But he's because he's talking to rich people, John being a bastard. And uh, and Brand, Brand being, being a, cripple, a cripple and like he's able to relate because he
2: is a dwarf and he's also very rich. Right, let's feel really bad for those rich people. Rich so people. he so
1: he makes him basically gives him the plans for a saddle, mm-hmm. like a saddle, so Brand can keep riding, um, after being uh, shit on by um, by Rob, basically saying like, you know. Uh, you know, a man in the Night's Watch is always welcome to Winterfell. And it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not here too. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I understand why Rob is doing that. But and I'm so not, does
0: Tyrion, I'm sure. Tyrion mm-hmm. understands,
1: yeah. like. Well, later his, on, he's like, you know, spare me the fake pleasantries, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, shit. he gets it. But um, we also meet Hodor. We do meet Hodor. We
2: meet Hodor. Hodor. Oh, Hodor. I was like, oh, that's Hodor.
1: Oh, you've heard of Hodor. I have. You didn't mention that in
2: Keyboard. What knows. have you heard of? I hadn't remembered it at okay. the time. And what do you I think, know think of that's Hodor. 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 Yeah, just Hodor. Just that. That's pretty much all it right. is. <laughs> There's not a lot <laughs> of depth there. You got it. <laughs> As you can
0: see, he's a big, strong man. Um, he has a huge penis. Yeah. Great. Giant shlong. That's $5. Um, you don't get that in the video. $5 spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> $5 spoiler.
1: <laughs> It's more than a $5 dick. I'll tell you that oh, right now. Wow.
0: Cough it up, baby. Um, so then we jump to the wall, Castle Black. We meet Sam Tarly. Mm-hmm. Did that ring any kind of bells for you? It did not. So, if you remember in the last episode, Robert was talking about his first kill and it was a Tarly. Oh, we're skipping
1: away from um, uh, Theon's backstory here because you have, you have Theon and Tyrion that meet or that are talking outside of the, um, outside of the, the, like the, the, the room where Rob and Tyrion are meeting. Yeah, you're right. And, I, if they, I, and the only reason I say that is because I do think that's important to Theon's character of, like, because Tyrion basically gives you his backstory.
0: Well, I think that that's, I had just no, lumped okay. that no, in with yeah, the question okay. about, like, do you have any idea about the relationship? And that just moved on from it. The relationship between Theon and the Starks and, and Tyrion kind of lays it out for us.
1: Yeah, so Tyrion lays out the backstory of, like, hey, your loyalty to your captors is some, is, is crazy. And he said, you know, they're not, you know, like they're not my captors, or you know, not you know, loyal or whatever. He kind of pushes back, which Theon's an idiot, so he pushes back stupidly. Fuck Theon. Um. Well, he, he starts with like, "Hey, if you're looking for some northern ass, <laughs> yeah, try Roz." And Roz is the is the whore that was sucking his dick in the first <laughs> episode. <laughs> like, t- already, they've, already already <laughs> they've already met. They've <laughs> already met. We 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 know each other. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's basically. Theon, or uh, Tyrion is is bringing out Theon's backstory without us having just to get some monologue of, of the backstory. Right. So Theon is the son of Balon Greyjoy. Balon Greyjoy is the lord of the Iron Islands. It's another you know region mm-hmm. um, or you know, group of islands. Um about nine years ago, I believe it was, uh, before this, Balon basically and his family. Pretty much rebelled against the Iron Throne to try to be their own country. It um, was a stupid rebellion. It was a stupid rebellion because they were outnumbered. But and, and Tyrion mentions that kind of the way that starts were the biggest victory of of uh, of the the um, Iron Islanders. They was that they burned the fleet of the Lannisters in Cast. You know in um, uh, what's the did he say the Bay or, oh, Lannisport, Lannisport, it's yes, Lannisport. Lannisport. Um, so, basically, once they're crushed in the rebellion, um, two of Balon's sons, the older two, are killed in battle. So that he has one one remaining son. And so, what the what you know the the thing of the of the time was to you could control a house or or keeps keep them subject or keep them under your thumb by basically holding hostages for a long period of time. And that's what they did. Is that okay? theon your last remaining son is now going to go live with uh live with the starks and basically be their ward he's not he's he's not a he
2: he's not is a slave
3: a, he's
1: not a slave he is a captive but in hostage but he's in a place where like they treat you pretty well
0: yeah, like you clearly know. he's treated well he's, yeah i mean theon even before that when he's talking to bran about what hey, we have guests you got to come bran's like no he talks about how he's at least in his eyes, given some kind of authority, he's like Rob is the Lord of Winterfell. Right. I do what he says, and you do what I say. Like, right, he, he's clearly not locked in a prison. Obviously, we're seeing him, but he's also not just treated and relegated to be just some like bum in Winterfell. He's 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 he matters and he's meaningful. It's and- a good
1: look into so this conversation is a good look into his backstory of who he is. But after you've already seen him interacting with the Starks, he's you know. Uh, so he, he was included in the in the talk in the Godswood with those four or five major players there. Um, he travels
0: you know. in episode one to uh, with with Ned and John and and uh, Bran the, and, uh, you know, and Rob up to the beheading of
2: the yeah. and of he's the, the one that gives deserter. gives
1: Ned the sword. He's holding ice. Um, so yeah, that's that's Theon. Do and you think
2: he's worth more than John
1: uh, to the Starks? Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that is looked,
1: a loaded question. Looked more that I don't believe that I can answer at this moment. That's a spoiler. Spoiler question. Without spoiling things, beautiful. Um, whether, whether either for Dion or for either John, way, I I, I think, mean, I, I, think
0: I think very simply, you could say to some of them for sure. I mean, yeah, like think if, Katwin, if we were asking Cat, <laughs> anybody on the planet <laughs> better is it, better than John. This is not a spoiler. If thing. their last name's not Lannister, well, John's <laughs> but, mom maybe. Correct. If it helps,
1: both of them. Are perspective characters in the books? So you have t- chapters of the book that are written from Theon's perspective, perspective. and you have uh, and you have chapters of the book that are written from John's perspective. Okay, so th- that's how when you're reading the books, that's how you can kind of tell who is a major player and who's not is if they have a perspective. You know, cool. Uh, yeah. So,
0: um, so then we then we make our way uh, to meet Sam Tarley and uh, and I didn't know if that rang a bell. It, it wasn't obviously elaborated on, other than. Robert, w- when describing his first kill with his warhammer, killed a Tarly guy, um, a Tarly boy. Most he, likely, Sam's older brother. Um, probably, I mean, it's it's definitely alluded to that you know he was a noble, that he 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 was he he was somebody. He wasn't a nobody, um, and he carried the last name Tarly and all this stuff. So, I, I, anyway, they didn't talk about it. I just no. I
1: know. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And so I didn't know if it, you yeah. caught
2: it. Um, that's why this it's,
1: is the ultimate companion. Podcast. It is the ultimate companion podcast. You. You start to understand again as you consume this world more and more. You start to understand the intricacies of the interconnected houses. So the the histories, why people do things, and that's the idea of this podcast is try to shed some light on that. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a couple other podcasts out there that do the Game of Thrones like rewatch sort of thing. Yeah, but it's but shitty. Let's shed some light Mm -hmm. on books on. You know, character progression, how things do it, and then the experience of someone from the first time. That's me. Yep. <laughs> that is you. Good job. Winter. Um, Keith Winter is coming. Yeah, with minimal Gold spoilers.
0: Stars. We missed that on the last episode. That's okay. Keith Winter's coming? Yeah, we'll That's put it okay. back. okay. We had some other stuff happen yeah, I'm Um here. so then, here. then we see John, you know, that we see the scene where uh, what's his name again? The shit guy? Uh, uh Alistair Thorne. No, no, no. The, Tra- the guy Samuel training Tarly? No, the guy who's training with Grin and Pip. Uh, Rast. Rast. Yes. We see oh, yeah. Rast beat the shit out of Sam at Alistair Thorne's bidding. But because he's, he's he's just a piece of shit and he likes abusing right. people. Uh, and then we see John kind of stand up for him and then and Alistair Thorne's like, All right, well, let's do this three V one and John whips some ass. Like he, no problem. He does get hit in the back though. He does. Yeah. yeah that would have been a pretty pretty big he blow if that were that was a real he, yeah. Right. But then he kicks Raps in the nuts. I know. That's so fucked up. It was awesome. (laughs) Um, And I just thought, like, you see Sam, you know, admitting that he's a coward. You see, you know, this moment. um, uh, When I watched the show previously, someone mentioned that, uh, like, at least Sam knows. And I was like, well, I mean, ignorance is kind of bliss. Like, knowing that you're, you can tell that him knowing he's a coward has really shaped his demeanor, how mm-hmm. he feels about himself. If he was a Top coward level. but didn't but didn't really understand that about himself, I actually think he'd probably be a little bit better off. Oh yeah. Um and I just had to know like you see in that moment, like based on what we know so far of of the night's watch, Sam's gonna have a really rough time of it. John talks about it a little bit like, yo, know, you've got you've got to change. You gotta you gotta grow. You've got to learn some stuff. You you've got to face your fears. Like mm-hmm. And and that just kind of prompted me to think like man, based on what we've seen so far, you probably would agree with this that Sam's Sam's gonna have a rough go of it. Yeah,
2: and I think going back to your favorite character Joffrey, like <laughs> he's a coward, I but love Joffrey, but he doesn't know it. Correct. So yeah, like that com- that false confidence. No, it helps makes him, a, him it makes yeah. him a
0: shithead, but it doesn't make him be down on himself all the time. There's right. a
1: weird piece like so, and this is where. It being somewhat line for line, shot for shot from the book is uh, in season one is tough mm-hmm. because there's a weird line that Grin says after um, after Sam says he's a coward. He's like, A coward? People saw us talking to him. They're going to think we're cowards too. And I don't know why I gave Grin a surfer voice, but I don't like, know. But it
0: didn't, in the show, it didn't hit it the doesn't same hit. way it does in the book. In
1: the books, it does because because Sam uses the word craven. In the books, instead mm. of the word coward, but I think they knew that the people watching wouldn't know. It most likely, American mean. audience, and you know, it, it's it's not. I, there's a lot of British people who watch the show. Obviously, it's a British you know kind of show, but in books, but um, sure. but most likely wouldn't really gather that term, understand that term, but but the way that Sam says it in the books, it clearly carries a lot of weight. The fuck are you smirking at? Nothing. Wait, Sam okay. says that he's a craven. Sam says Sam goes. You know, I, I'm a. I'm, he or says like I'm he a coward, craven? but he says I'm I'm craven. Right. And craven is just like personality trait. Yeah. Almost that is like this big thing that that's who you are. And later on in the episode, Picel mentions that Cravens, um, you know, uh, Cravens, you know, use poison or whatever. So I just, I just wanted to put that in there because if someone's watching this for the first time and they're saying, "Ooh, that's bad acting," it's not bad acting. It's bad. It's it's. Uh, it's hard because yeah, it's hard because that well, line doesn't make to, as much it's sense. Hard,
0: it's not bad directing. I don't even think. I think it's just hard to translate something like that without. That's true. Going into more detail, and there's so much packed into these episodes right now, storytelling, character development. That it's you got to kind of pick and choose what makes it and what doesn't, mm-hmm. and that explaining that further. They could do it simply and a little bit roughly by just saying I'm a coward, and then and then it's, and then grin having his response. Whereas in the book they, they flesh out a little bit more, right? yeah,
1: and it's like Tyrion's line in Episode One that's like, "Oh, your uncle's in the Night's Watch." Where I said it was stupid, and it's, it makes more sense in the book because you have to paint that picture, and that's what that that dialogue is doing in in the books is it's painting a picture of this is how bad it is to be a craven or a coward in right. this time period. It's yeah. you you're looked down upon. You're the, you're, you're, trash. you're the worst. That's why you're here. Eventually, yeah. they explain like that's why you got kicked out of your family. Mm-hmm.
2: So the show needs like a little boop boop of you popping up. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's actually Craven, just Nick on a green screen. Love it.
1: Telling you, they call me on the expert witness thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,
0: so then we then we uh, head to um, while well, we head across the Narrow Sea and we see uh, Vice Dothrak, uh, which is so cool. I think um, you know we see the statues of the horses. We see Drogo and his blood riders. You know, kind of once they hit the line, bro, they just take off. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that, that was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they get into some dialogue with Danny and Jorah. Um, and Danny's asking, you know, kind of about the Dothraki, um, some of their traditions and customs, talking about like their power and, like, you know, like, do you think that my brother can do this shit? And, uh, and you know, anyway, I thought it was an interesting scene. But, but most importantly, in that, we kind of get Jorah's story. So they've touched on it briefly oh, here yeah. and there, but now you get kind of a, a a more in-depth look at something that's been teased a little bit. And I just wanted to get your take on it. So now you know you're you're getting to know Jorah some more. Um, how have you how, how has your kind of perception of him changed or developed as we now know kind of exactly how he got to where he is? We learned about he was married. His wife, you know, like left is now with a another a, man a, another man. In another place. Another place. With, with another, another man. man. And um and so anyway, your thoughts on Jorah. Do you have any?
2: Um, I still think I like him. Um, you know, still not that it's a good excuse, but like he has an excuse, at least that I know of, of why he was in the slave trading or yeah. slave trade slaves. Yeah.
1: Well, but but Danny calls him mm-hmm. out there. Which is cool. Totally. And again, plays on what we were talking about last episode with Danny's uh, progression of the Mm anti-slavery. Like she calls him out. So, and look at the the dichotomy of like, I guess dichotomy might not be the right word there, but the, the differences in Viserys when he found out about Jorah's thing and what Danny said. So Viserys says, go ahead.
0: Well, I was—I I was just going to say, uh, Viserys talked about you know it, when I'm when I'm ruler, yeah, you, like you, you, you won't be punished such, for such nonsense, yes. right?
1: And Danny says,
0: "But you sold slaves." Well, and if you, if you remember, that's kind of what I asked about that in that moment, and you know we couldn't really go into depth about it no. because mm-hmm. it would kind of give away. It's only a couple episodes later, but it, it would have been give away. A, it would have been $5. a really bad spoiler. <laughs> um, but you know, you see. Sorry, already in already in uh, four episodes we've seen we've begun to see these two characters the the Targaryen uh, siblings begin to flesh out their characters more and more, and we see this big crossroads where, excuse me, Viserys is like pro slavery, or at least he thinks it's unimportant. It's not it's not an issue to care about, and then Danny is that's this is now the second instance that we've seen in two episodes where Danny has been confronted with slavery and it's an issue to her. The Mm. first one, she kind of halts everything. She wants to go take a moment to herself, kind of process. And then this one, she's now finding her voice and she's, you know, somebody who's, obviously Jorah is someone who's a safe person to her. She feels safe around him and and feels like she can talk to him and, and call him out on that. I don't know if she would do that with, you know King Robert, but um you know she she feels that way about Jordan, so she does it and she asserts herself and so we begin to see this character development and the difference between siblings raised in the same environment, both exiles, both you know uh, with this this sense of like this isn't home, we've got this other purpose and mission and goal, but then you see that how there's there there's already a pretty stark difference between some beliefs
2: right well, I think with Sarah's two. Not that he can't grow more, but like he seems like he's the older brother and like he's just set in his garbage ways. Yeah. Whereas we're seeing Danny like turn into a, you know, a different but more real person.
1: Danny's never been royalty. Right. Think about that. Yeah. She's so, always been on the run. Right. She's
2: always been whatever. So I think one, the slavery thing probably means something to her because she's technically a slave. So like maybe boom, that good means job. A geez. lot to her. But also like she, you know, in the last episode when they were like, why are you stopping? And she was like, because I said so. Like she's realizing oh, like I'm, I'm a pretty big deal right now. Yeah. So like maybe, yeah, she wouldn't have said it to Robert, but maybe she would have because like she's coming into her own power. Right. And like, well, the title, of ep- for herself.
0: the title of the episode is cripples, bastards and broken things. And this is one of those broken things. You mm-hmm. see her and, and like you mentioned, she's kind of a slave herself and she's got this like chip on her shoulder. And so she's, fleshing out how to live with that and how to advocate for that and how to like make a name and, and, and you know, create her voice in mm-hmm. that. So this is all gold. Yeah. Both this you guys, is, good this job. Good it's like, it's like, you know, it's like word for word from inside the episode. I mean,
1: and I know you don't watch them. I do. So, not. So like, and I don't, I don't know if you got to these, I but them. yeah, that's exactly what they said is that Danny's felt like a slave this entire time, her entire life. Viserys doesn't feel like that. Viserys, grew not grew up but like had a childhood in Kings Landing for you know briefly so anyways yeah and and from there we're we're definitely getting into where their storylines are are going um as far as separate you, mm. know, you can kind of see them separating themselves from each other
2: but i think we already knew that just again like looking at who they are the 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 people that we've been seeing like yeah he isn't strong enough to lead and no one thinks that he is. Whereas yeah. like she wasn't, but I think she's becoming, she's learning it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that leads us into, uh, the probably one of the, the hotter scenes of the show. Um, now and I'm not sure how much you got of this, but basically there's some covering there, but, uh, you know, the, the Viserys tub scene, um, where Viserys is talking to, I think her name is, Daria or Daria or something along those lines, um, and she is the same one that taught Danny how to fuck, and she's but now she's in the tub with Viserys and they're talking about dragons, and they're talking about you know how you know how he used to walk the throne room and see the dragon skulls, and you know started as like dogs you know dog size skulls, and then they get into uh, they get into you know massive skulls as they get closer to the throne, which is Imagine walking into that throne room, and you're there. Let's say you're, let's say you're Ned Stark's dad and brother, and you're walking in, and you see you walk in like, okay, there's a, there's a tiny little skulls right there, and then you walk closer and closer and closer. You're like, holy shit, that's where this guy that's sitting on the Iron Throne, those, that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big play. It's yeah. a big yeah. dick on the table play. Big dick energy, I think, is what most people would yeah. call it. BDE. Yeah, don't know, right. Most people, but. Well, most people outside of your world, but
2: <laughs> so then we. <laughs> but I did notice. I think I noticed. Like those don't exist anymore, right? Big dicks. Yep. Oh, that's what we. That's are.
0: that's what uh, that's what he. I've said. been Viser- told they don't. Viserys says uh, that, that the he last, doesn't know the last dragon. You know, died. Ages ago,
2: well, no, no, sorry. The the skulls aren't in the oh, oh, oh. The he says, anyway. no, yeah,
0: he assumes basically that the usurper had but, him crushed to powder, but
2: we've seen it the throne room, right? Correct. Did we
0: notice those? They're not and there. I'm sorry,
2: that's I'm not sure. Okay. no, no, so no, no Robert had them removed, Robert had them removed, they're not okay. there, yeah, um, which is dumb and a bummer, but I also is, get it, yeah, it may, it makes sense because that's the enemy, yeah, they were um, the dragon. Things.
0: But that that kind of we talked we talked about it last episode a little bit, but um, this is the scene where Viserys, uh, basically the the girl he's with talks about like they call you the last dragon, and he's like, yep, they do. But you kind of, at least for me, kind of get the sense, and it, and they play into it later in the episode where um, it might be that Viserys calls himself that and and encourages other people to do so. And we see him. He's talked about multiple times from episodes previous to this, and later on in this episode, like you've awoken the dragon. He he keeps talking about this dragon, 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 and him. He's the last dragon, and um, anyway, so he kind of he kind of embraces and you know the Targaryen connection to dragons, and um, and and you know definitely calls himself the last dragon, um, or at least at the very least doesn't deny. I think this scene kind of humanizes him, though.
1: Like uh, to like so. Up to this point, we've seen just a series of asshole. But in this scene, we really learn why he is who he is. He spent time with his father. His father was was was, uh, you know, kind of pouring into him when it came to learning about their history, learning about their their you know culture as Targaryens, Um, and his father being a psychopath be you know it, we, it is, makes sense right and he he kind of has a soft side too and then all of a sudden right at the end which snaps yeah like he's joking with her they're laughing he they're having you know some intercourse and and then all of a sudden she says one thing just she one thing that's sad she said oh that's sad and he's like you know what it is sad why who are you what are you doing yeah and it's like dude chill out man oh she, she just made a made an observation anyways so but i do think it it humanized him for about i don't know a minute
0: 20 well it shows a little bit of the i think even the uh alluding to the the mad king kind of thing and how like we don't really have a concept of what that means but you see Viserys switch all of a sudden like this this yeah it was weird it was strange And so you can kind of see like maybe that's similar to what happened with the Mad King and we don't know that, but it just sh- it's showing a little bit of the targaryen And, you know, we we've heard talk of, you know, they have an older brother who's obviously no longer around or he's he's not with them, like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And we see like they're, they're so Viserys has had some some interaction with other Targaryens other than just his sister. And she was younger. She doesn't really know a lot of it because she was really young when they went into exile i don't think she was born she was born when they got to dragonstone
1: she wasn't even she's never been to king's landing
0: yeah i, I knew that yeah. but as far i mean was the mad king gone by time oh yeah because I, I guess he i was guess i guess they fled she was pregnant the mom was pregnant Correct. when yeah all that went down so so yeah so she, so she's never spent any time but Viserys has. He was in King's Landing. He saw the Mad King. In obviously, he talked about the throne room. He had an older brother who's probably influenced him in some way. Like so, mm-hmm. so he spent time in a different scenario than Danny. Even though they've been raised in exile, he had that remnant of mm-hmm. past that he clings to that has kind of shaped him more than. More than you know, you you might think with him having been so young, because there's not that big of an age difference between Danny and Viserys. I
1: want to say he was probably four or five when they left.
0: Yeah. So but that was enough to clearly old enough to
1: remember and have some sort of thing, you know, some sort of impact, but not not very old. Yeah. Well,
2: and I don't think y'all can answer this question, but like, was the mad king always the mad king or was he just the mad king like near the end?
1: Um, I think I can answer that question. Just Um,
2: I think so carefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, he he was always the Mad King.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Also, are there are there races other than humans in this show? And I Besides don't know if the White you can answer that. Well, yeah, we've got humans and White Walkers, but like... Yes. Because like, Danny, yes, but Danny and, and, and Viserys seem like they could almost be elf-like this was another show because of the blonde nature. There, just, yeah.
0: so so I'll, without giving anything away, because it'll get into it later in the show. But this is just like a little bit of backstory. Mm-hmm. These the different types of people have come from different parts of the world. In fact, right. uh, he talks about in the scene how the Targaryens rode the dragons from Valyria, mm-hmm. this different land, this different place. Obviously, there's dragons there, and then created the greatest civilization, quote unquote, that he says the greatest civila- civilization this world's ever known. So th- they are not of westeros originally they're mm-hmm. not they're not from the land that they ended up conquering the dragons were used to help conquer he talks about balerion the dread helping forge the iron throne like he talks about all that stuff in that bath scene right did, did it did you see the whole bath scene like i don't know what it cut out because it wasn't like graphic nudity but i, mean, I don't know what it yeah what her it cut hair out, covers for quite a bit yeah but, but, I, but there's I, a couple times where, where it just like, cuts little yeah, bits there's of like dialogue a little bit in so nipple. Um, so so yeah so so there are <laughs> different races in Game of Thrones, um, different types of people, um, and the people that we see are all from different regions and have different characteristics. Right. Much I think, like I think we'll
1: be able, able to answer that question as the series goes on. Okay. Like, yeah. So, but there's there. It's not like mag- magical creatures, like okay, like you're talking about necessarily. For the most part,
2: yeah, we should probably steer clear. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, I'm not trying to entrap. I'm just, no, no. Like, I know. I was like a, it's, a good, it's a good question. Just stock um, that spoiler jar. So, yeah.
0: ki- so kind of. There are yes, yes, there are, but not probably not in the way that you're thinking. Okay, um, so like
2: like how the Dothraki are different from the people of Westeros, but yeah, not.
0: But they're yeah. a different race. I mean, yeah. Well,
2: like you're, but, but we've you're, seen yeah.
0: the White Walkers. There's some other... Right. You know, there's, I know there's
2: magical somethings because we've right. got dragons. We've got whatever the White Walkers yeah. happen to be. Yeah, so there's some stuff out there. Okay, yeah. I, um, I asked that knowing you probably couldn't answer it. But Yeah.
0: So then we jump and we see a scene with... Uh, it's kind of brief, but Sansa and... Um, uh, what's her name? I can't remember. I can't remember the scene. So um, what, what? Well, she's talking about children and the importance of you know, having male children. Oh, September Dane. Yeah. Yeah. And, um and her, you see this, like, she has a deep fear of being hated for not being able to produce an heir. And, you know, she's just talking about this and you kind of see some of the struggle that Sansa has, like, because up to this point she's just been like this snooty little rich noble girl. But you kind of see some of the things that are going on in her mind. I thought that
2: was good to kind of humanize her. Did you care or think about that at all? I mean, a little bit, like you talking about it now, it's kind of, goes back to what we talked about in our last episode about how like she's been raised as nobility maybe not royalty since Lil Niki of four had a problem with that uh but, actually
1: uh, I, I did change it it's uh act at the real nah
2: nah yeah the
1: real nah
2: all right like n-a-w-n-a-h actually oh, okay yeah it's my initials and that makes Nicholas Andrew Holmes sure at the real nah Please. Please, everyone, collect just the so information. Just so you don't get a fake nah. Yeah, the information that Nick leaks out over the past or next couple of years, like, use that to steal his identity. Yeah,
0: go for it. <laughs> exactly. Use all these combinations I, as passwords when you try to hack into a stuff. I personally
1: thought this was kind of a throwaway
0: scene. Uh, I Probably. didn't because of that, though. Because I think that it's important for Sansa's character development. Because, like I said, up to this point, she's been just this, like, emotional throwaway human. throwaway human but you begin to see that she's even though she's young she's got things going on in her mind that are bigger than just i'm a princess and you know i want to i want to please my prince like, right
2: they're not like good real world concerns but they are concerns <coughs> excuse me but that's, they,
0: that's our cough button mm. people yeah actually jesus coughing. uh but kind of like it it kind of is a real world issue at this time in this world you know we we've already seen like men are dominant and men are sig- more significant than women
2: in a lot of you know uh, mm. arenas and um well i guess i mean more like just i know we're following not common people but like a common person wouldn't necessarily super worry about that right. i mean maybe they would in the sense of like i need men to help or boys to help like do farm things or Yeah, that's why I think it's a thoroughly
1: seen, personally. I mean, I get what you're saying, that it does give you some insight into Sansa, but fuck Sansa.
0: Uh, Then we get into a small council meeting where they're talking about the tourney, Uh, and my first note is, King's Landing sounds wild. Yeah. There's horse races in the street, there's fires. To be fair, the scene is about how it's
1: not supposed to be that way.
0: Right, right, right. But it just sounds like... This is just insane. Can you imagine just walking out of your house and then like you take one step out and then horses just, people on horses just fly past you. The
1: funny part there is that it's on the street of Silent Sisters, (laughs) the street of the Sisters or whatever, where they're like, it's supposed to be reverent. It's supposed to be like this religious like area (laughs) and there's a horse race. There's a horse in a hospital. There's
0: a horse (laughs) in a hospital. Who let the horse into the hospital? And the, the horse is fired the horse, horse
2: catchers. Just scared, just as scared as you are. <laughs> the horse doesn't, he doesn't know, know how he, he got, got there. there. <laughs> he knows he doesn't belong. Uh,
1: if you haven't watched John Mulaney stand up uh, you anywhere, you should do it. You should you do should. it. Do you uh,
2: welcome to our new podcast. that Mulaney,
1: The ultimate Commandian podcast for com- John Mulaney.
2: Commandian. <laughs> that, I will say I saw that bit
0: live when he was in Orlando. Yeah. And it was 10 times funnier. Live mm. than it was on the special. That's that crazy sold. because it's super, it's very funny. super it's funny. I'm yeah. telling you because it, it, first off, it drug on. It went a lot longer, and it was so. In the live, it went a lot longer. In the live, it went a lot longer and a lot funnier. Um, Does he do more of like the Phantom Horse?
2: <laughs> all <laughs> like,
0: of it. Yes, hoof the hoofs. Uh, yeah. You know, all it was free. It was like, one it, with surgery. And like, what was that? I genuinely think that it's the funniest stand up bit I've ever seen. That's him crazy. performing it live. It wow. was good. It was good on the special. It was yeah. 10 times better live. Hot take. Um, right. Anyway, so I love John Mulaney. Um, so horse races, you know, fires, all this stuff. Then we see uh, Ned kind of assert some of his power as hand. Like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to hire 50 more City Watch to kind of dress us. I'm going to give 20 of my 20 household guard. 20 of household guard.
1: guard. you see Baelish's face when he did that, too? It was like, it was oh, like, damn, uh, dude. Sure you want to do that? Maybe not a good idea. Yeah.
0: Um, then we see uh, Ned start kind of investigating some John Aaron stuff. Yes, we see him begin this journey. Obviously, he's known all along about some questions around John Aaron's passing. The rest of everyone seems to have accepted that it was just like he just old and died of natural fever, causes. But yeah. but you know, in episode one or two, we see that Ned, you know, and Catelyn got this raven from Liza Liza Aaron in the Vale and. Like they there's some other underlying questions and he's wanting to utilize his time and his, his his position to kind of figure out what's going on. And he begins to investigate this a little bit. Um and he has a scene with uh Grandmaster Um Picel where uh he ends up back in I guess Picel's chamber, or his office, whatever.
1: I like to think of it as Ned is pulling the thread. Yes. That thread that's hanging off your shirt or your jacket or whatever. And you're like, but it's one of those where you see that
0: it's actually like connected to the yeah. shirt. Like there's you're more like, to uh, it. Have you ever done that where you like pull a hair, but it, it, there's like more inside the shirt? Yeah. He wants yeah. to
1: destroy
2: the
0: sweater.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's getting there. Like he's pulling and he's like, oh shit, this is probably oh, this, than is, I yeah, this is a lot. Uh, yeah, So he talks away. to Picel about it. He gets to Baelish about it. He gets, you know, he gets to to the Street yeah. of Steel about it. Yeah, like he, you know, he's
0: pulling he's on a mission. Yeah, he's
1: it's out when he when Cersei comes in later and like yeah, I mean it's, it's,
2: it's which a was a,
0: was a quick. We'll, we'll get there. Um, he
2: did it pretty quickly too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, again, who knows trying. how time, but. But uh, the The seed is strong. The seed is strong. That's what I was getting at. There was a
0: a line where he was talking about, you know, Grandmaster Picel talks about how John Aaron came to me the night before he died. Ned found that really interesting. He wanted to know, like, what was he talking to you about? Picel was like, man, it was really honestly nothing important. You know, he did have this one thing he kept saying, the seed is strong. He said that while he was dying, though, right? Yeah. And so Picel kind of throws it away as, like, you know, he says, you know, uh, men's last words are typically as significant as their first. Like, it's... You know, last episode,
1: Keith, you mentioned that you were ambivalent towards Grandmaster Picel. Right. This episode, you get a little more Pycelle. hmm How do you feel with him now?
2: Still just an old white dude. Okay. Okay. Not really. You
1: didn't... You, so, okay. Because for me, I, I'm, I'm okay with him all the way up to the point where he starts talking shit about Varys. Like he he's you know he says uh, that poison so Ned says that I've heard it said that poison is a woman's weapon w- woman's weapon uh, and Pyssel says women cravens and eunuchs did, did you know, you that know Varys is a did you know Lord Varus is a eunuch mm-hmm. and Ned says yeah of course everyone, everyone knows, that. knows that he's Everybody just like knows high everyone knows that's Big Digby. B uh, <laughs> shit well
2: I guess
1: n- no not everyone knows that's Big Dig B well it's no is that what you're saying.
2: He, everybody he knows. knows that's big dick B. I'm pretty
1: sure everybody knows. Well, he doesn't
2: have one. It's everybody oh, yeah, knows yeah. that's big dick. doesn't dick have a big
1: B. Right. But no, but everybody knows that Varys ain't got no dick. Right. Um, anyways, and then he goes on to say how a person like that found themselves as a small council. I'll you know, like, okay, dude. What it, yeah, clearly well, you, Varys,
0: totally, you, you You get know, this vibe in this scene, kind of on that thought. Like you see it with Baelish where he's kind of talking about his a fluent nature and how important he is in the last episode, you see Ma- Grandmaster Pycelle trying to put himself above Varys in this scene. You know, and everybody's always jockeying for a higher position. If that means it's like
2: Game ta- of Thrones, talking exactly. That's talking Whoa. about their
0: accomplishments or diminishing someone else's or raising questions like all this stuff where everyone's just constantly vying for a bigger position, a better standing, all this stuff. And obviously, the hand of the king is the second most powerful man in the realm. And so you see they are trying to appeal to Ned and obviously you know, we already know because we've seen Ned outside this scenario that they don't really know Ned and Yeah, Ned doesn't the, fall for He shit doesn't that. fall for that shit. Right. Um Ned hates everyone
2: equally. <laughs> yeah. Well all I, people. I do think and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I don't remember his real name. The spider, we haven't seen him anyway like boost about or boast about himself, has he?
1: Uh, he both he, when he was in the brothel with Baelish and, um, and Cat, when Cat was there in, in the last episode, he kind of says like, my little birds are everywhere. Like even in the North. His
2: approach is different. His approach is not his, uh, blatant. Yeah. yeah he wasn't like, I'm so cool. He was just like, cause he knew. Right. No, but he kind of, he,
1: he sort of, it was a, it was a humble brag of like. I know things,
0: but that's kind of the point of Varys's character—knowing anything and all things. He probably knows that Ned's not going to go for the, the outward like. Did you know that Varys is a eunuch? Like how? Oh did he, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Whereas Varys is playing it a little, a little more crafty, and that doesn't mean it necessarily works. But he definitely knows that Ned isn't going to go for the right. in-your-face kind of thing. Like he needs you. He needs to feel like he can trust you. And that you are humble, and so Varys kind of takes that route. Yeah, he
2: needs to get there on his own. He's not right. going to be like, oh, you're right, he is.
0: Right. Great. Um, what'd you say? Well, uh, so then uh, then we jump to a scene where we see Arya practicing some of her... Serious says. Her what? Serious says. Yes, the Serious says, and her there's a funny her scene where, uh, yeah. or a, a funny line where uh, Ned, you know, talks about, oh, Serious says. says. Yeah. <laughs> um and so uh yeah we kind of get into that uh it was kind of a i felt like a throwaway scene i don't know if you guys had anything else to add to it
1: it's a throwaway scene for the show it's required in the book um because throughout the book they do uh it's almost like this alliteration um like is this this literary tool that is like quiet as a Quiet as a cat or 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 whatever it, you know when she's going through anything there's some line that's going through her mind in the book that that you know George lets us in on
0: that is a, a callback to serio yeah every everything that she experiences she's always like you Cereal has deeply influenced right. her and you see that throughout and so it that's what I think that's what they were trying to do with are. it. But, but again, it's one of those that it's really hard to take th- a lot of dialogue in a book and the way that George writes yeah. and translate it to a oh show, God, he translate it on so screen. Much. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's important in the in the books, Keith but just it's kind of a throwaway in the show. Uh, then we see Sam and John on top of the wall. <laughs> Sam shows up and I can just see John like,
1: fuck. He said I can't see very well. <laughs> god
0: <laughs> like john's like they sent you to be my like watch part are you fucking kidding me right now he
1: said, just so you know i can't see very well
0: <laughs> like jesus christ dude and then we um then we had a really like touching scene i thought and um you know where sam yeah. talks about a story mm-hmm. and he shares his backstory and we talked about it already a little bit but like you begin to see why Sam is Craven, why he's a coward. Like in the, his, you see his dad is this, you know, he talks about his, he's this hard dude who has high expectations and, and, you know, valued his brothers. And Sam has a different personality and his dad didn't care about that. And his dad didn't value that. And so he treated Sam differently and only served to reinforce the negative things Sam felt about himself rather than take an approach as a parent of, trying to get to know your, this is something I talk about a lot per, in personal life stuff, getting to know your children as individuals and they're all different and they need different care and different methods uh, and all that kind of stuff. And you see that, that, you know, Sam's dad, Tarly just totally threw that shit out the window. And because Sam wasn't what he wanted, he just treated him as a throwaway. Mm-hmm.
1: Literally. It's interesting. Cause he's not the oldest kid, Like, like Randall Tarley has had older kids, older sons,
2: but maybe they all died.
1: No, 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 they well, at least one, maybe. Yeah, at least one died. Um, but it says no. (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm just
0: telling him to either
1: way, he has has older kids, and so like, it's it's really fucked up. That's like, dude, you. Didn't have to do that. This guy doesn't really mean a whole lot.
0: He's not the heir. He's not what wasn't the heir. He's not well, representing no.
1: your family in the future. I mean,
0: we don't know though. But I'm saying in, in the in, in at least in the beginning, you know, when Sam's younger, because all this stuff has start this didn't start when he was seven, you know, about to become a man, well, come right. of age. This is a lifelong reinforcement. And so we've seen like and Sam talks about his his brothers and we've you know, like Robert talks about, like you know, killing the the Tarly boy, and, and so we know that there's other there's been other Tarlys around, and and so uh, at least on some level, Sam talks about his brothers or brother and 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 how there's like uh, other people around, and so he's not he's not the heir, and he's not you know, and that may have changed at some point, and you know, but he talks about the hunt that they're going on, and his brothers are there, like well,
2: so how I and I probably maybe just missed it. What, what I took away from that was the dad was saying like, you're not worthy of being my heir. That's not, what I'm saying is it
1: doesn't make any sense.
2: No, no but I, I, so not knowing anything. And, yeah. and again, maybe I missed it. I took it as like, you're the only son that I have, but you're not worthy of it. So like either you leave or you're going to die. Yeah. Well, and, that's what he's saying. And I'm not, you're, you know, you're not going to be the heir.
1: Yeah. That's what he's saying. And, and that's what you would think. That's what's crazy is that you would think that's what it is. But it's not, and so that's how much of a dick Randall Tarley is. Well, and um, I mean,
2: maybe we. I just. It's really
0: brief. Sam talks about brothers. Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's re, it's a it's quick. Does he talk about older brothers? Uh, I don't yeah. know if he. I th- yeah, because he they were they were already of age. He's talking about his coming of age and. The hunt and all that kind of stuff, that, mm-hmm. you know, and and he talked about his his older brothers. Yeah, okay. and the fact
2: yeah. that yeah. Like, maybe I missed that, but that's yeah. So it's yeah, a that, fucked, that up. It's a fucked up.
1: Story, it's terrible. Um, and you know, you can tell it really gets John. And 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 the name of the episode: cripples, bastards, broken things. I mean, you know that. So we we, we meet we meet multiple broken things, quote unquote, during this episode. So it, it it is it's cool. And and bastards, we meet multiple bastards too later on. Yeah, Later on you get to Kendry.
0: Uh yeah, we'll get there, but we're not there yet. So then we see uh Littlefinger and Ned and they're talking and um you know it's basically just Littlefinger giving some some coy advice. He's he's like being cryptic and he's not telling you Know clearly, but he's giving some advice, and he's like, You know, and and Ned has this person's that,
1: a spy, this person's a spy,
0: right? That person's a spy. He talks about, you know, Sir Hugh being knighted, and he's really vague about what that means and the significance of it. Uh, then he talks about, uh, you know, Ned's like, You know, maybe I was wrong about you know, distrusting you, and in and, and little fingers line is distrusting me was the wisest uh, thing you've done since climbing off your horse, and um. I just did. I didn't know if you had any thoughts on that. Like Ned's, like, hey, maybe I misjudged you, and Littlefinger's, like, you judge me correctly. You did this right, and like, that's kind of a weird thing to say. And well, I don't I mean, know if you had thoughts on it.
2: I think it just reinforces what he was just saying about how, like, don't trust anyone around here. Yeah. So he was like, hey, you know, don't trust who's the most trust person you have. Well, don't. And don't, then yeah. So yeah, I was just reinforcing like yeah I didn't you didn't trust me great. Yeah, he's trying to that.
0: teach him and reinforce his idea, but it's just weird that he's like... I like, know. Ned knows that they come to...
1: A, and, and and this is a fucking annoyingly used line, but they've come to a dangerous place. Like, they use it so much. And Ned knows that. He, to, he tells Arya that last episode, but he just doesn't act that way. And this goes to what you were saying, Keith, of, like, he makes bad decisions. And it's not that he makes... He doesn't make... He does make bad decisions, but he he makes them with the right intentions. He just trusts people. He just thinks you're going to do the right thing, and for the most part, and that but that it leads it into. It's funny that most people are like that when it comes to like Littlefinger, varies, uh, maybe even Picel, Like, hey, we're all clearly Cersei. We are all clearly have other agendas, right? But yeah, trust me. Put me on the small council. Yeah. Put me on the, on the on the the innermost brain trust of this whole kingdom.
0: And little and trust finger me. little finger is basically like not pl- like he's just being straight up about it.
1: Which is a smart way to play it if you're little finger cuz like you're saying don't trust me, but your actions say trust you. And so do I trust you or do well, I do not so, trust Well, you? some of that
0: mystery that we talked about earlier in the last episode about like how the shows unfold—like, do they want you to believe this? Are they trying to pull a quick one on you? That's exactly what his method is—is is kind of leaving you in suspense. You never can get too comfortable, and that's you know probably
2: that's right for where the some, best.
0: Right, that's probably right where some of the characters want you to be.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the history of just everything. Like, the king killed people. You know, Jamie killed the king. Who did what with what? Like. There's just like subterfuge and deceit everywhere. Yeah. So like, yeah, be comfortable with me, but also don't trust me fully and do that for everyone.
0: Yeah. Then you see Ned take a little finger up on some of his advice and go try to talk to Sir Hugh and that doesn't go well. Then you see him go to the Street of, st- the street of Steel, go to the Armorer, and then we meet Gendry. You want to talk about Gendry? We do meet Gendry. I love Gendry. Yeah.
1: Um. I that mainly helm,
0: that helm that he made. Yeah, it's ooh. cool.
1: I love. I, I love it's that not you just sale. went with the right with the I, with the helm. Like you know, just you, too
2: cool to just say helmet. <laughs>
0: Did you pick up on who Gendry is? He's
2: just to move past that. Yeah. Yeah. The seed was strong. It's Robertson.
0: Okay. They say it, but it's really quick. It's you know he, when he goes back to his uh, ho- captain, his household guard. What was his name?
2: Uh what? Helm.
0: Captain of the household guard. Oh, Jory. Jory. Yeah. Uh and he said you know, he's like Jory says, Hey, you know, do you find what you're looking for? What'd you find? He's like, Robert's Bastard. I didn't know if you caught that or not. Um Robert's Bastard's son.
1: Yeah. I Crippled on Bastard's up. broken things. It was a
2: little bit of like, oh, like you just saw that? Or like did you read about it? Well, he both.
0: He had read, you know, the seed is strong. He'd read about the some of the stuff going on and he like looked in Gendry's, that's why he said, look at me. And mm-hmm. he looked at it and he was like, oh, right. Shit.
1: Right. Like,
0: you don't know who you are, but like I, I'm I putting know. pieces together. Yeah. What it's did John Aaron, thing.
1: what did John Aaron ask you about? He asked me about my yeah. mother. Who's your mother? Like, I, I don't know her. She's a whore or she was, well, maybe he didn't know she was a whore, but, um, you know, yeah, did, didn't know much about it. And then all of a sudden it clicks and yeah. Ned's like, look at me. And he looks and he kind of shows that. thread, yeah. Yeah. And he's such a, he's such a, like a, and and it's, it's the whole, the whole personality of Gendry is, it is like, no, fuck, like, fuck you. This is my helmet. I made it for me. Yeah. It's not for sale. It's a (laughs) helmet. Okay, man. It's game of thrones, bro. We got to talk about it. I don't live in King's Landing. Helm's deep. Helm's Deep. That's a different show. In a different, different, yeah,
0: show. different movie. It's a different movie. Uh, so, yeah, and also
2: yeah. kind of, you know, maybe whatever, not that you asked. That was kind of a little bit like, oh, did Robert kill John? Hey, uh, I have a question. Do you think Robert Whoa. killed John? Maybe Robert killed John. <laughs> Whoa. Because, he found, out because about he found out about the bastard? The bastard thing. You
1: think Robert would be that mad about bastards when he's kn- very, very, I mean, like, he's very, like, open with the whoring?
2: Well, so, and that's, again, like, I don't know much about the world of And <laughs> Yeah. And
1: her great big tits. Exactly.
2: Because like, and I think in our world, real world, like bastards still have a claim to the things that they're... We're fathers. all pointing at
1: Justin. Yeah. Justin's a bastard. Right. Just well, in case he's adopted.
2: So... I might be a bastard too. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know. About the technicality. I
1: don't know I don't know you well enough to like joke about that That's yet. That's fair. Um, All my friends joke I, about me
0: being a bastard. You
1: put it out there I mean, I in don't. the in the universe I'm in that depot.
0: I guess i So I'm not, you uh yeah, so yeah, I'm a bastard, okay? I don't know. I never remember Justin and I are both now. ways.
1: You're not the You're not a fat bastard.
0: Well, <laughs> well,
1: you are, but you're not that fat. No, I'm God. not that
0: fat, but um, Fat
1: Bastard is one of my one of my favorite characters. And you've never seen the Austin awesome Powers uh, movies, have you? No, but have I, you seen them, Keith? Yes. Okay, I'm
0: aware. <laughs> yeah, but he's so aware good. that they exist. It's such,
1: a, such a great character. Lots of character development in, in that art. Does it
0: remind me of you? I mean, remind you of me? A little. Fat Bastard. Yeah.
1: Not, um, not me. No. <laughs> you keep your money. I'll take your baby. <laughs>
0: Then, moving on then we see you know jory trying to continue the mission uh you know he's trying to get some kind of message to robert uh do we know what that is
2: jory's trying to get what a message to king robert i'm wondering if it's like hey come talk to me i know about your illegitimate child so and then he he encounters
0: jamie and jamie says "Uh, i don't serve lord stark and that's that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Jory
2: turns away and kind mm-hmm. of gives him a look like "fuck you, dude." And well, and that's I, that. The whole scene, I'm just like, don't. Why would you leave it with him? Right. I don't, don't think he did. No, he didn't. He walked yeah, yeah. away. But he he wanted. He to. wanted to. Oh, Jamie oh, he was like, let can let I him. just leave it with you? And he was like, I don't. Stop. It's weird, man. You see,
1: you see multiple sides of Jamie there, like multiple sides. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool part is that he's battling, and you can see when when Jory walks away, Jamie is like, oh man, in his face you can see.
0: Oh, That's probably unnecessary. Kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah.
1: He kind of, you, know, you know, caught me at the wrong time. I'm mad about what's going on in the door behind me. And which is funny because, like, do you want to hear Robert actually fucking Cersei when you love Cersei? Right. Wouldn't you rather hear this? Yeah. But he still takes it as an insult. Anyways.
2: I mean, it still kind of is.
1: Sure. Now I get it. But, but so Jory comes, and at first, Jamie's kind of a dick. Then Jory is like, hey, just so you remember, I kind of know you. And they talk about that. That was the Battle of Pike. That's at the Iron Islands. Uh, Pike is the is like the capital of the Iron Islands. Okay. So they were fighting by, side by side during that rebellion. Right. And so, you know, and, and they start talking about war stories. And like, you actually saved my life. Somebody was trying to stab me in the eye. And, and it, you know, and you... You help me, and so and and Jamie's like, yeah, that was a that was a real like, well. You see there.
0: that Jor—I mean, Jory's crafty. You see that in the way that he approaches different situations, and you know he's slick with, uh, you know, um, uh, Sir Hugh. And, I would actually
1: disagree there. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd say he's he has no craft.
0: No, because I think that he he knows that Jamie's. Shit, and he. I think he tries to relate to him. He tries to connect with him on a on a level that he thinks that Jamie will appreciate. Talking about battle and you're a warrior, sure. and so that's why that's why I think. I mean, I'm not saying he's the most crafty in the show. No, yeah, he's not very crafty that,
1: with Hugh, but he does get. You're right. He does get crafty with
0: Jamie. He, he try. He know. He knows. He doesn't know Sir Hugh. No one knows Sir Hugh because he came out of right. fucking nowhere. But with Jamie everyone knows who jamie lannister is they know the lannister name they know that he's this great warrior i mean i mean uh jory literally fought alongside him and so he yeah, side by and so he's trying to connect with him because he knows he's got this thing he needs him to do and he knows that jamie's not somebody who's going to just you can't just walk mm-hmm. up to him and say hey will you do me a favor and jamie's gonna be like yeah sure man he's trying to connect ahead of time and then it doesn't work and jamie out.
1: still says no and like and again, you can see Jamie's face after they, they they stay on him for a few seconds. Yeah. And he's like, mm, dang. Wish I had that one back.
0: Probably unnecessary. Um, then we see the night's watch and uh how you know they're talking about defending Sam. John's like sticking up for him, like, we're not gonna fuck with Sam anymore, no matter what you know, uh Alistair Thorne says. Rass is like, fuck him, I'm gonna do whatever I want. And then then we see There's Ghost. There's ghost. There. He made an appearance and a scary one. Yeah, red uh, eyes, white coat, and just the fangs bare, uh, like it was eyes, white dragon. Yeah, was, ooh. yeah. Ooh, good uh, Yu Gi Oh reference there, bud. Um, then uh, so that was a that was a scene. I was,
1: I was sort of into Yu Gi Oh, but I missed that one. I guess I don't know.
2: I mean, I know. I like. I don't know. That's I, like the ultimate card, right? I Yu-Gi-Oh! somewhat Yu-Gi-Oh! watched the show. Well, I
1: had the cards, but
2: what's what was the one that you had to put them all together? Yeah, I don't remember. Starts with an E. I wasn't.
0: If you know, call the hotline. Right.
2: Well, don't. I don't
0: give a shit about Yu Gi Oh! Just call the hotline. Okay, just call the hotline. Uh, Then we jump to Danny and Viserys. This is a really pivotal scene that we've kind of already touched on a little bit. But, uh, you know, he comes in and throws the girl down and is like furious. The girl that he was like fucking Fucking in the. Yeah, like. It's crazy and dude. loving it and uh, connecting with and but we see a little bit of the madness. You know, he's he lost his cool. Like he's just a different person now than he was ten seconds before. Mm, he's when just he was, a selfish Joffrey.
2: Yeah, mm. selfish. I decided to start using Joffrey instead of curse words. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Man, um, what a Joffrey!
0: And we see like Danny's trying to, even though Viserys has always been horrible. She's trying. She's trying. She's yeah. she's she's had him. Some of the you know Dothraki clothing made, trying to like invite make him it, to dinner. Invite him to dinner, all which this is stuff. what he was upset about, right? Yeah, it was like you yeah. give
1: me commands. I wasn't giving you command. I was inviting you to dinner.
0: Yeah, it's not the same.
1: Thing. I wanted you to share my goat. Yeah,
0: and he grabs a Dothraki rags. He calls him. You've no right. Oh, oh. Then he talks about like, oh, what? What next? Are you gonna braid my braid hair? my hair. Ooh. And she says, "You've no right to a braid. You've won no victories." And, and he the dragon. lost his <laughs> shit. Uh, he throws her down, and then she grabs that, what is that, like a coin belt some It's like or a some necklace
1: shit? or a belt. Yeah, I don't know.
0: And just whips him across the face, and you see her for the first time be powerful.
1: Yeah, that was the... That's a good one, man. She says, yeah. the
0: next time you raise a hand to me will be the last time you, you have, have hands.
1: hands. That was- and she delivers it way better than you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna try to try to. Beat oh, I got that. this. You want me to do it? Yeah, I do. No, no, no. Man,
1: I you, can't already, do it. you already, you already. No, it. she's good,
2: man. sure her. No, leave that for the Patreon.
1: Yeah, Patreon. We don't, we don't have a Patreon. Whose fault is that?
2: Mine. Okay. You could take some ownership. You may
1: want to grab a Patreon to pay for
0: <laughs>
2: spoilers. Sure. <laughs> we'll have a fifty dollar a month club. Uh, support
0: yeah, somebody, Justin. Somebody spoilers. Support. <laughs> I've got too much editing to do, cutting out spoilers to to be able to. Create Patreon right It's like now. a four second bleep. That's what you think. It's complicated complicated. Is it? Yeah. Just like words. Tell me more about how it's um shut up. God dang. Then uh I had a question for Boop. you, Keith. That's uh that's me. Obviously, after <laughs> this. Episode. After this, uh, I'm curious for you at, the, at this stage, like, where do you think the series goes after this? Like, obviously, he's had the wind taken out of sails a few times. Danny has now really put him into his place. He doesn't really seemingly have a place. Where do you see him going from here? Obviously, his goal is to get an army, the Dothraki army, and to go reclaim the throne. And but he's kind of he's kind of put himself in a tough position to be able to gain the respect of the Dothraki. So my question is: Do you have any predictions about what happens?
2: I don't. Um. Just knowing what I know, like I don't know if he has anyone to whine at right now, because like the other guy left. Jora, uh, Jora left. Yep, and that was really the only person he could talk to. I think he's back though, right? Oh, I don't He know. got back. We yeah, because he him
0: yet. no we, no we haven't seen him. He comes later in the episode. Okay, we haven't yeah. seen him
1: because he talks to Danny. But okay, yeah, yeah, because the, right.
0: they talk later about the last dragon shit. I think right.
1: he's already let go of the Jorah thing though, because of the, the scene in the last episode where he says, in the, in you the know, the Mormont like kill these Dothraki dogs, and Jorah just like, nope. all right, back to the all horde. Right.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but like he's the closest person that he has to so, like a quote unquote subject
1: here. Yeah, though. yeah, seeing as how he just uh, threw the other girl down by her hair.
2: Right. Yeah, and like all the Dothraki, I'm imagining word has spread that, that he's like, a fuck. Yeah, but, like you know, they saw him walking without a horse, even though they knew he had a horse. Do the yeah.
0: Dothraki strike you as people who, even if he had never had that happen, would follow and respect? I'm just, I'm just asking, like... No, and somebody, even even without those things, like, do you think that, like, this, this Westerner is someone who they would just, like, listen to anyway?
2: No, and I think that, you know, going back to my question about, like, are there more than just humans? Like, because he looks so... Wayfish, I guess, is a good word for it. Like, mm. he's he's not strong-looking. He's not strong-acting. He doesn't have any of the qualities that they uh, respect. respect and uh, lift up. So, like, he's even... He's not won any victories. Yeah, he's even without all of the other stuff that's happened where, you know, the whip has gone around his neck, he's been forced to walk. Like, there's, there's nothing that strikes me about him that the Dothraki would respect.
0: Okay. So, any other... It's fine if you don't, but is there any other prediction on where you think Viserys goes from here? It uh, just goes away and winds.
2: Okay. That's that's all I got.
0: Cool. So then we jump to uh, John and Sam's scene where they're having some girl talk. And by girl talk, I mean talking about girls. Sally on the side. Sally on the side. Uh, they're they're talking at first about uh, the commander sneaking away to Molestown to to spend some time with the whores. Um,
1: yeah, and, and John's like... You can't be that mad about it, right? <laughs> like yeah. you're not getting. Are you really getting anything? Were you getting a lot of action right. before? Um
0: And it, just a, just a little connection. <laughs> reminds between... Reminds me a lot
1: of our conversations with you. With me? Yeah, when you're like, uh, you know, talking about sex. I'm like, oh, is that is that is was that, that something the, you were actually? <laughs> was that actually happening? Anyway, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> um <laughs> Wow. I, uh, God, man, I'm I'm into. He already had a giant line, wound. I'm into yeah. this bottle of wine. He just stuck his. Finger in the wound and just twisted.
1: Yep, I like to stick my fingers in.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> then uh... wine, Nick. Everybody, boop. Thorn. <laughs> Nick name.
1: was about three quarters of the way
0: <laughs> into this. How have you not finished that bottle it's
1: yet? It's almost. I got one more glass, so um, let's
0: get to it. <laughs> then Thorn walks in them playing grab ass, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Thorn, oh? Thorn?
2: that's his name. Thorn, Thorn, got yeah. Thorn. Al- Alistair Thorn. Alistair. Gotcha. Thorn
0: yeah. Uh I he I thought. God, he was another person I thought he would make a great companion for a podcast because he has a great voice. He <laughs> um, does, yeah. He's, he's fun to listen to. I think he, like listening to him narrate like an audiobook would be fun. Oh yeah, um, that you know he's got the audiobook
1: book guy. It, it, there's there's room for improvement God. when it comes to the audiobook person. For the Song of Ice and Fire audiobooks are it's terrible. Bad. I look for other people. There are. I did not, too. They Why are you not do you do that? there What's that? You do it. You have a good I microphone mean, voice. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. do. I disagree, but
0: well, the rest well, of us agree. Two of okay.
1: three of us. Call the hotline if you think I have a good
0: microphone. Oh, you sound hot. I'll call the hotline right now. Here good. we go. Three five two. Boop, boop, boop. I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> At the end listen to the end of the episode for the hotline Great. number. Um so anyway. Episode note. He tells a story kind of about his experience beyond the uh beyond the wall during the last winter and just the, there's just the challenges that they face. He did talk about like it's kind of this weird, like almost fantasizing about eating Sam. I know that wasn't what he was actually. Doing, he, but he did. He just got kind of weird. Wish we had someone like you out there. Co- you know, a couple, a couple boys like you. Like we, you know, we we would have had meat. You know, had stuff like bones left over, over for like, soup. Jesus, dude. <laughs> okay. um. I just think, you know, it's 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 one of those things that sticks out to me and they talk they they show a lot of examples of this in the show is leadership styles. And you know, obviously we've we've heard before about like Sam's experience with his dad and how he what kind of leadership he doesn't respond to well and that's that tough like Negative, uh, like leadership. You're gonna do it, baby. You're gonna drink that whole bottle of wine. I don't know if the microphone picked that up. I think it, it did. probably I mean, did. It did a I, bit. I heard it in my ears. Yeah, so I, I would think so. Um, and we just see every single time we see Thorne, he's just shitting on people. He's just being negative. He's just he's just criticizing. Yeah, he, he literally just, came in there to shit on them. Yeah, like that's exactly that's all he did. That's that was it. And and he does. And um, anyway, I just thought that that was indicative of kind of his. The, you know, probably of Sam's continued experience. Like he probably was excited to get away from his dad, even though he was going somewhere, it was going to be rough, but thought maybe he'd find some solace in the brothers. And, you know, they talk about the brotherhood of, you know, the night's watch and all this stuff, but that's not the experience
2: Sam's got or John for that matter. Um, yeah, it almost felt like that they're trying to set John up to be something leadership wise at the wall like he's got a following already. He's got people who are taking orders from him. Like maybe he's leadership material.
0: Okay. That's a good uh good prediction there. We'll we shall s- see. Circle back around and see yeah, how that see how that plays out. Um then we get into a scene that I really enjoyed and that was Danny and Jora. We've talked about it already yeah. a little bit, but I thought this is a really important scene. Um uh, Danny's asking about like is he the last dragon? Jorah's like your brother Rhaegar was the last dragon. Viserys is less than the shadow of a snake. Um, I just thought that, that was interesting symbolism because we don't know anything about Rhaegar, uh, but we see this guy who obviously is from Westeros and knew a lot about the world and the people, and he served you know alongside a lot of these people, and he in this moment like squashes any idea that that Viserys has that in him the the dragon. And he's like he's less than the shadow of a snake, which is like the little like runt cousin of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're in the same family, but he's barely even got the shadow of the lesser. Right. Um. <clears throat> so we he doesn't really go into Rhaegar, but we we hear this Rhaegar guy again, and we hear he, he was the last dragon, and it just kind of builds this like, huh? You know, I I'm always interested to learn. Stuff about Rhaegar, they've mentioned him a couple times now, and it's always like, oh, this guy sounds like there's a lot to him, and that you know he plays some kind of role in this. And so, anyway, that that was interesting. As um, you know, they
1: get into him a lot more in the books, a ton, um, and Ooh. it and it's great. It's yeah. all it's all great stuff. One of my things there before we move on from a different from to a different scene is well, I'm we're oh, the scene's not over, but go ahead, okay. H- yeah, your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Good. Well, you might it might be the same note. Um, the thing I love about that scene is that. Rake, or not, Rake, Viserys has been told by we've heard Illyrio say it to him, and he's probably been told his entire life that people want you back. Yeah. People oh, want yeah. the Targaryens back on the throne. People drink silent toast to secret toast to your health. Um, and Danny's been told that too. Is that like people? You know, when you when you get when you land on the Westeros shores, people will rally to your.
0: They're they're praying for you. They're they're, right. they're praying to the gods for you. They're they're looking for you. They're sewing banners. Like they they, they are excited for your And Jora
1: gives her a reality check. That is the common people pray for rain, pray for for health and they just a long they, summer. Yeah, and a long summer. They don't they they really don't care what's going on. Right. Between they the, they, the even talks about, they don't they
0: don't care about what the the, the highborns are doing. Correct. Up to. And
1: um, and Danny says, What do you pray for? Yeah. And he says, Home. Yeah. It's a good scene. It, it is, is a good scene. good scene.
0: Well, and another part of it is uh, you know, he asks her, Do you want to see Viserys on the throne? Like, do you want to yeah. see your brother on the throne? Um, and and you know, she talks about how, you know, my brother will never take back the seven kingdoms. Like he's never gonna take us home. He could you know, he uh couldn't lead an army uh, and will never take us home. He couldn't lead an army even if he had it. And he's got this promise, allegedly, of the Dothraki army that's supposed to be this badass fighting force and is we're led to believe would at least pose I mean Robert's nervous about him. Mm-hmm. They are a badass fighting force. 100%. It's just
1: whether or not they're gonna do it for Viserys.
0: And and that's the question. And and but Viserys is under the guise and the impression that this is happening. And we're starting to see like even his own sister, the one advocate and the one ally he thinks he has doesn't believe in him.
1: And, and in any episode three, we talked about this, being you Keith, of like Viserys starting to realize that he does not have he does not have uh support. He doesn't have the uh reverence that Danny has. He, you know, when when he's when he says, kill these Sothraki dogs, and no one does anything. And then they just move on with their lives. When Danny in this episode Says, you know, Let next time you lay a hand on me, that'll be the last time you have hands. He start, He's realizing that, and now we're seeing Danny. Danny realized it. Okay, if the Targaryens are going to take back that throne, it's it not going to be Viserys. Yeah, it's not going to be through him. So it, it's it really is a great scene. It's a small. It's a short scene. It's only two people. It's, it's very a, good. Though. And it, but it's a good
0: scene.
2: Two of my favorite characters.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah, Jor and Danny.
2: Yeah, I like Jor. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, I would agree. They're both great characters um, with a lot of potential. I think that they've set up both of these characters to have a, a huge ceiling for what could could potentially come. Um, then we see the tournament, uh, and I just thought it was so fun because so much of the Knight's Tale, the movie, is Heath uh, Ledger is jousting, yeah. and it's these tournaments, and uh, we've mentioned it before, but King Robert is uh Heath Ledger's like companion and squire quote unquote right. because he's not even a knight himself but uh, in that movie and they spent so much time around this and I just thought about the filming and I wondered if like the the actor who plays Robert like was that fun for him like I'm a sure. nice Tale is one of the most I'm fun sure. movies ever and it's the same environment the banners the flags it's the It's such a great movie a little bit more blood in the in the show little, yeah a little bit, bit more just yeah. a bit more It was that
2: death and was he, Lauren. Lauren was like, brutal. "Okay, that's enough. Okay, is it over?" Does that's she, enough. Does
1: she struggle with the gore and stuff like that?
2: A little bit. Well, they they Did linger. I think it's just ex- they do they linger. linger. On they it's show they the first show him the mm-hmm. bubble was yeah. the
0: part that really set it off for me. They show they show the shard in his neck. They show the blood. Then they the zo- fly. Drop, they just yeah. hold on his face. You see some blood spurt out, and I'm like, "It's over, right?" And then the bubble. Oh my god, it was brutal. It's
1: gross, and 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 it. Re- but it requires that.
2: Well, so I yeah. was also kind of the guy who no. was Maybe the wall. Not. What's that? The wall. What was his name? The mountain. Oh, the mountain. The mountain. Yeah, 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 the mountain. Like I noticed that the guy who got killed, he had the fist on the end of his joust. Yeah, but the mountain didn't. Right, and that kind of. I don't know. That was just the thing. Well, that I they don't all
1: have the f- have something on the end of it, though. Like especially if drawing from a Knight's tale, <laughs> like uh, they well, literally have say. the little fist on the end that like breaks really easily, right? And so, well, the black. Spoiler what's alert, Funny is the black <laughs> knight, that doesn't count for the spoiler. No, no, no,
0: the black knight in a night's <laughs> tale. Spoiler for the Knight's <laughs> tale. Right. The the black knight, the 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 quote unquote bad guy. The Aunt are you Agnes. talking about the
1: Martin Lawrence movie with, the, called the Black Knight? No, no, no. I'm talking oh, about in a night's tale. Too. The okay. Black
0: Knight. I can't remember his name. The Black Knight
2: from Monty okay Python. No.
0: Fucking guys, she.
2: It's only many, a flesh wound. How many references are we going to connect here? All of them. It is but a flesh wound.
0: But he also had the the faux uh, fist at right. the end that became the spike that obviously injured you know yeah. Heath and uh, and all that stuff. But um, but yeah. So the mountain was kind of. If you haven't seen the Black Knight with Martin Lawrence, I haven't.
1: It's pretty funny. I don't know if I have either. Pretty either. good. It's it's almost like a Space Jam. But Jesus. like but okay, he's like he like falls into this uh time traveling world go where he this. goes back in, in time and he's a knight and he's the black knight. That's and right. it, It's great, man, because he's, he's black. <laughs> it's 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 funny, it's not good, don't watch it. But you see um if you have a chance.
0: You see a Shining <laughs>
1: Recommendation for <from> Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> don't watch it. Getting back to the point of the <laughs> show. <laughs> Uh, Black Knight has a
0: 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God. We're just going to talk about a shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to watch it. Now I want to, though. Um, th- so you see Littlefinger kind of, uh, his character. so, what do you think about him now? Like, you've seen a lot of him at this point uh, relative to some other characters. Like, would you have thoughts on him? I still kind of like him. Yeah. He's so like, he's always in the middle of stuff. He's why always, do you,
2: why do you like him? I don't know. Okay. I just kind of do. Great. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, sorry. I, the, the whole spy master thing is kind of cool, but he's not, uh, the spider. He's his own thing. Yeah. He's, um, that, he's the master of coin, but he's,
0: he's taken on some other things that are beneficial to both business, but also his personal goals. And yeah. And I mean, he
2: seems smart. He's got it. It's, he seems like he's got it together. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's a great. I mean, I think I think he's one of the better characters throughout the show.
1: I I, I would agree with that. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Maybe not like because of you know whatever, but anyways. He, but he he is deep. He's interesting. You never really know where he's going. My question is, and I I have this on my notes. I'm not you sure. have notes?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he keeps it on his bad. phone.
1: My handy dandy. Notebook, nope. book.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Listen to episode three. No book.
2: No do we book. need? Do we need like a Blue's uh, Clues? Would that yeah. be a, a fun show?
3: Mail time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, no. I I have so many like friends who are parents that are just like obsessed the with drawing. Bluey. The the drawing
1: like uh uh ability on Blue's Clues like to draw that chair. Mm, yeah, on so the good. Thing. It's like, dude, how did? Okay, uh, teach me to draw like that.
0: It's the Coke. Is, is it was it all
1: the go? coke
2: he
0: was doing,
1: probably. The, laser um, focus. the soft
2: drink.
0: Yes. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah. For for your audience, Keith. The Spoiler alert. For my audience. For your audience.
0: Spoiler alert. Uh <laughs> Steve was not drinking Coca Cola. S- Steve. He was snorting the white. Steve though. was removed quickly. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't last um, very long. Speaking of removed. Speaking Let's of removed, Chris Harrison's no longer the host of Chris The Bachelor. Chris Harrison's no longer The Bachelor. Breaking news. Weird. Bah, bah, bah. I just learned that today. <laughs> That's not the
1: editor's note. That's what is not the editor's note?
2: Boop, boop, boop.
1: Yeah, crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So yep. anyway,
2: that so happened a little while ago, though, didn't it? I just learned he, about it. Today. He
1: removed himself from this season to reflect on his racist comments. Right. <laughs> and, yes. And uh, and yeah, and now he, he came out uh, after Are you okay episode over there? one. In, on Monday and said that he's he's uh he's no longer a part of it.
2: Yeah pretty crazy.
1: But anyways, um for all no, you Bachelor so, fans out there. No, yeah, for sure. There's at and least one person I, who listens to this. I is. watched it on Monday, bro. I, I watched it on Monday. Mm. The person who oh, am it with you. Yeah, the one listener of our show besides us.
0: There's more than that. Yeah. Don't shit on our show.
1: If you listen, call the hotline. Um just it's call in the episode it. notes. Just call it. You don't say anything, just call
2: it.
0: Well stay long enough for it to register that you called. Yeah. yeah just
2: yeah, breathe yeah, heavily yeah. into it <laughs> phone <laughs> all right uh back to it so i had
1: a question sure i would love why, to answer it for you why does Littlefinger tell sansa
0: that story there are you asking me do yeah. you want me to give a
2: theory it doesn't it, it's it's
0: very it's, like no i know, I, know. I, I mean i'm happy to yeah. give you but do you want to go first
2: i mean i feel like it's just in line with everything else he's told everyone else like don't trust people
0: yeah i think that he's trying to i mean I I'm, I can't say everything that I believe because sure, of because spoiler you know. stuff. Yeah, um, but I think he is. I mean, he obviously has some respect for at least Sansa's mom, um, and I think that there's he he obviously like like still holds a deep love for Cat and you know Sansa Sansa her daughter. And so there's a connection there. I think that he's also always just trying to sow seeds of doubt in people's minds. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. What did you think I was going to say?
1: Uh, I thought you were going to say where I was going, but I'll, I'll go next.
0: And I think that he's just always bringing in questions. And, you know, he's he's always casting shadows of doubt on any and everything. Everything we've seen so far. Everything. He questions everything. Sometimes it's a valid question, and sometimes it's seemingly a little malicious, And we don't know what this is, but I think that that's a big piece of why he does that.
2: But I think he's managed to get himself into a pretty good position. So it's obviously helped him somehow. Totally. That
1: leads to what I was going to say. I think, and I I do not, this is strictly, you know, whether, you know, knowing where it goes, Mm. this is just simply my guess of what he's trying to do here. Um no, and and it doesn't have anything to do with knowing where it goes. I think that he is trying to position himself with Sansa, who is to be the next queen, mm. right? Good idea. So t- t- Sansa and Joffrey are betrothed. That seems to be common knowledge because he walks up and says, "Oh, lovers quarrel," because they looked at you know she looked at him and he looked yeah away. everybody knows yeah so she looked at him. right
2: <laughs> it's a weird all song okay yeah don't worry about it, I'm not Sing familiar. it. no familiar go for it that's it.
1: Okay. You're I fine. sang Little Dicky earlier. You I can know. sing Weird
2: Well, some of us aren't as talented. Homie, I'm professional.
1: No. Okay. Uh, I saved that money. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. It is That's good one song. of the funnier music videos. It's a very ever. funny
1: music video. It's a super catchy song. Yeah. Um, and it's made even better because he's Jewish. And it's Now like I just want to go listen to Little Dicky. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> when, we,
0: when I'm laying in bed tonight, I'm going to turn on, instead of turning on... Uh, um, my calm app and listening to a sleep story. I'm just gonna listen to Little
1: Dicky. You're gonna be listening to Little Dicky while also...
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, but he's he is clearly common knowledge that they're betrothed, and so Littlefinger is trying to position himself with Sansa as a as a person that is an advisor, is a hey, I know things you don't know, I know dynamics that you don't know. As a as a trusted advisor with the future queen,
0: here's a question. Go for mm-hmm. it. Sansa is called Sansa and Sansa by different characters at different yeah, times. What the know, fuck is I her actually name? I was
1: going to mention that. I, I I really like that they do that. Um, because
0: I say Sansa shit, primarily. Yeah, where,
1: where did that happen? There was another. There's other times where that happens.
0: I'm pretty sure Ned has called her both. Yeah.
1: Um, I like that they so leave what's that her in name. There. I le- I like that they leave that in there because people have different ways that they say things every time That's people true. have different way different everybody has a different accent everybody has a different uh um dialect you know so so to speak like we talked about the cockney accent last time they don't all talk like that some the nobles talk better and you know later on in the series they, they mentioned that
2: they talk much better much, fuck yourself much better okay. i know i often call justin justin <laughs> I call
1: him Justine a lot because that's who. Yeah, mm. just,
0: Golly. it's
1: on those days that he. Yeah,
0: the days that I what
1: you act like Justine.
0: Okay, what does that mean, Nick?
1: You act like a bitch.
0: Oh, oh, so Emily, how do you feel about Emily, that? Emily? That's what I'm trying to get at here. Mm. I don't think she Justine's. A she knows exclusively you exclusively. Like a, a it's
1: not news to her that you you act like a bitch.
0: I'm gonna kiss Emily. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're kind what no i'll tell you later all right great. <laughs> can't yeah. tell you on the podcast okay um
1: no we get a lot of calls uh
0: so so th- we haven't even talked about the the story that he tells about the hound and the mountain um crazy story a little bit obviously it's seemingly true because we see the hound's a burn the face. whole fucking time um we see basically no acknowledgement from either brother that the other one's there uh, maybe a very minimal glance from the Hound. Well, the um, Hound
2: officer doesn't strike me as a person who cares about anything. About yeah. his face? Well, I mean, like, he's not going to be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, hey, right. pal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's a fair judgment. You would imagine the Mountain, Their families. So they're probably of the same uh, thought process in that where he's not going to be a bubbly, friendly right. pal either. Um, I don't so, think you get
2: called the Mountain if you're a super happy guy. No.
0: But uh, anyway, the mountain is. Oh, here's a fun fact. This isn't a spoiler. Boop, boop. There's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple. Editors, uh, now, casting, skip forward. There's before There's spoils us. There's a couple casting changes throughout the uh, throughout the show. Just a few, a handful. Um, but the mountain's one of them. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I I am interested to hear what you think. I actually think that Mountain One is preferable to Mountain Two. Personally, I like Mountain One as well. Um, I think it makes think he, more sense for he Mountain. Fits the, uh, the book description of the mountain more than Mountain Two. That However, being said,
1: maybe we talk about this in season four. Yeah, we can get there,
0: okay. but it's just it's just interesting to like make note of that. Like you'll see a couple. Now changes. I know it, it
1: is. It there are there are only a couple. You're right. There are a couple, but there are only a couple. Um, that's three. I think.
0: Well, there's one. There's one character who plays a different character. Right, no, ex- I know. And then it ends up, and yeah. then like, but this the actor is multiple characters in the show, which right. is funny. Which is yeah. there a purpose to that, or just uh, it happened? I, I think, think so. it just happened. I think yeah. that they liked the 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 character was a minor character who played a different character later on. Gotcha. So I think that they just probably, I, I'm imagining this is what happened. They liked him and thought that he had some potential and didn't want to because it was a flippant character. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to just say Never goodbye use him again, and yeah. so they just.
1: Fun contest here! If you know who that character is that we're talking about, that played one character and then played another character in this show, if you know, call the hotline. We will not play it on the on the episode because that would be a spoiler.
0: But I'll listen. But we will listen, will
1: listen, and we will send you the first shirt that we do that well, is full free. Yeah, for free! Wow! Call the hotline if you know. So I like Joffrey? that Joffrey idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> this is not a spoiler up front, and then <laughs> fuck, Joffrey fuck Joffrey on the. <laughs> I'm I'm in for it. I think that's a great. Well, one. I could more. also make one of
2: those, uh, you know, like the Frodo and Sam and Bilbo and whatever. Yeah. Like we could just make one of those that says like at the top, and then all the characters. I'm, I'm not familiar. What, what with does this. it say at the top? That you want to fornicate? What does it say? Right. I'm not familiar with that language. I'm not. I don't like, even I'm, know I'm, what shirt right. you're talking I'm about. Not, yeah, Frodo well,
1: and Bilbo and. Uh, he's saying, I mean, I know those he's saying
0: the top of the shirt will say fuck and then all the
2: characters that'll oh, right. yeah, like yeah it's a common design to say like name yeah, yeah. ampersand name ampersand, right. ampersand. Okay. So we can just do one of those. Yeah. Whatever the shirt is, the, the first Joffrey, one we make, you'll Joffrey, get a free one. If you if you and Joffrey and Joffrey and Joffrey. I'm really only on talking
1: back. to one person here because there's only one person that I know that would actually know this. And it's Clint. And if you know, call in. We'll send you a shirt for free. Hey,
2: Clint. I guess we just want to send you a shirt. It, no, no, no. He. I don't think he knows. I also it, like that he just went with shirt and not like sticker or you know a smaller item or shirt. People. I mean, yeah, but go um, bigger, go home. Huh? Go bigger, go home.
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, See you later. The it, it, and the voicemails are timestamped. Going home. The voicemails are timestamped, so we're just going to pick the first one that's correct. If multiple people Absolutely. happen to do it. Um, Anyway, so we're getting to the end here. Uh, the story between the hound and the mountain was just interesting. I did not know. I mean, it, you know, it maybe yeah. plays a role, maybe doesn't, but you see, like, oh, that's a brutal relationship. And now I kind of see why the hound is a rough dude. A little bit. I mean, I can also see it being a rumor. Yeah. But then you do see his face. So there's there's maybe like. Well, yeah, but like, that could, like, there?
2: everyone's just like, oh, he's got a face. Well, like I liked that. it. Like, I, I f- wonder I what like happened. Yeah, Littlefinger. A only a we, mother
0: would love.
1: We already know that Littlefinger knows a lot of things, right? Um, And he tells Sansa, like, hey, not a lot of people know this, you know?
2: Yeah, but he also said, don't trust me to Ned earlier. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. okay, Right. Like, no, I'm just, I'm being
0: devil's advocate more than I don't
1: anything. know if we ever really know if that's true or not, you know? Well, so, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's fine. Thanks uh so be so the we devil's got, advocate keith I we will. Got two, i'm sure everyone will love
0: that <laughs> we got two count them one two scenes left in the show to one, talk two. about uh the first one is uh, the Ned. shortest episode ever ned and cersei negative nope. <laughs> <buddy>. <laughs> not uh, yet <laughs> this is the second longest one ever maybe one day uh ned and cersei obviously uh cersei comes into the king or the hand of the king's uh chambers and there's a really quick uh, shot. Yeah, I know you picked up on it cuz you mentioned it earlier. I, I'm interested to see if you did. Well, I wanted you, to
2: say, maybe I missed it, but she never looked at the dagger. Okay, so the you did pick there. On it. Yeah. The the book the book is open, the book that John Aaron was reading, mm-hmm. and the dagger is there. Yeah. And it didn't as far as I saw, she never glanced at she it. She never acknowledged it. You know,
0: I don't remember her even glancing, but even if she did, she never acknowledged that she saw it. Um, well, I don't know if she would. No, no, no! But even facial expressions, like they use, like, right. like, like, like Jamie, yeah, Jamie has. They've used facial expressions to communicate a lot about Jamie. Yeah, that's true and um and so i'm not saying they would or wouldn't but i'm just saying there was nothing that gave away that she yeah. noticed the fact that the dagger is there and we've kind of already hypothesized a little bit that like maybe she had a role in it maybe she didn't mm-hmm. and if she did you would imagine that she maybe would have recognized that the one-of-a-kind dagger like as little finger says there's only one dagger in all of the seven kingdoms like it it's mine it's mine um and so, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Then they have a little dialogue, a little banter, not in a fun way, but in like a threatening, Great. kind of yeah, innocent way. Yeah, it gets bad. Uh, it's it, I was also I was also trained to kill my enemies, and she responds with, as was I. <laughs> and it just kind of like... it walks off. You can feel the tension building between Stark, Lannister... Cut it with a shit. knife. You can cut it with a dagger. Cut it with a dagger. A Valyrian steel dagger. Um Took the joke and made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Then you uh, no, we just made it relevant. Worse, fuck off, Keith. Okay,
2: <laughs> it's a funny joke every he's time. Doing it again,
0: I love it. Uh, then, then the 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 show or the episode ends with uh, the the tavern scene. Catelyn's in the yeah. tavern. Yeah, Tyrion comes in and he's big dick Tyrion. He's you know flaunting. He's you know money. This dude who is like you know you can have my room. And Tyrion tosses him a coin. Like this is a smart dude and. Uh, and then I thought, you know, he addresses cat like, "Oh, Lady Stark," and everybody's like, "Shit, Lady Stark," because um, she was poorly trying to hide her identity. I don't think most common folk know, know. what the nobles look like. Right. I think
1: they know who they are clearly, uh, yeah. as far as their their um, persona, but I don't think they know what know what they look like.
0: Yeah, you're probably well, except for the fact that I mean, she's in land surrounded by people that she's clearly. Familiar with in there in, in yeah, decades. yeah
2: maybe when she was a kid that's true right
0: so then she kind of goes into that and I thought it was a really cool scene and I thought it was even cooler in the book personally yeah um because she goes into depth basically to everybody in the tavern mm-hmm. and talks about who they are talks about their sigil talks about the connection that they have with the with uh the, the Tully the family yeah. and and she's a Tully and basically is like connecting with every single person. Like, like, that's disgusting. Dude, Dude. The bottom of... Should I call somebody on that? After you Is drink that in the your
2: glass?
1: There's like... Yeah, there's... No, there's like a... There's like a uh, stuff stuck to the bottom of my wine glass. It's mean, like I'm if on you, the bottom of the... Just chug it real quick. ...bottle at this point. It's like if you Oh, ate, I'm going to drink it. I'm just saying like... It's like I if call you somebody?
0: ate a pizza Here's and you then did. you ate... Uh, like seven of the eight slices, and then you called and said, "There's a problem with my pizza." I've, I've gotten probably not going to give a fuck.
1: No, 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 no. I've gotten free, uh, free twelve packs of Sam Adams before. Um, actually, there was a time like three years in a row I got a free twelve pack of the Sam Adams Cold Snap, best beer that they make. Nope. Um, that's okay. You, yeah, yeah. You're just wrong. Um, no, Oktoberfest
0: is the best beer they make. Get the fuck out of here, no, dude. you,
1: the- you basic bitch. Get yeah, out of here. I'm basic Oktoberfest AF. is the best.
0: It's the best beer they make.
1: It's not. Cold Snap is. Okay. I got three. Actually, there's one that is very, very rare called Porch Rocker, um, and it's very good. But Cold Snap is fantastic. I and hate being friends with him. Multiple times, I got I bottles why. of Cold Snap that had issues with them, and so I sent it to Sam Adams. I can't tell you how
0: much I don't care about this. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding.
2: I've heard the story Donate to the before. Patreon.
1: I'll give you the rest of the
3: story.
1: <laughs> like Justin? You
2: want Justin to donate? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Donate another. Justin, uh, if you want to hear the rest of the story. Bucks and I right now. <laughs> so they sent you free. You had, Wait, three years in a row you have the same issue? It was three. Year, no, no.
1: It was different, oh, issues, it was different but issues, but always ended up in a Somebody free. Somebody poked one. a hole in this can. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs>
0: So I got
1: a, a snake st- in my boot. <laughs> I got
0: six empty bottles. Somebody
1: poison the water
0: hole. Oh man. Okay. We are spiraling. So uh, then she then she obviously has these feelings about Tyrion, and she you know, well because she was told that that dagger was Tyrion. Right. Right. So she's like like fuck Tyrion. Um, I don't want him on the shirt though. Because right. Um, but not. I like don't that. feel the same way. But, yeah. What's the OCC
1: um, one? Uh, it's like um. It's uh I don't
0: remember. It's been a long it's time. It's like party like
1: Tyrion, slay like Daenerys. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so uh, that's a good one. I uh, wish we had come up with it. Um, yeah, they're cool. But me. the uh, shut up, dude. It's true. Shut up. Ours is better, but they're cooler.
2: They're cooler people. Oh yeah, yeah
0: for sure. They have cl- a fucking clothing line.
2: I mean, maybe one day we will.
0: Like we're actually uh, I'm we're not gonna, gonna about have a
1: clothing line. If you call in the hotline,
0: you get a free one. Bitch, if you know who? Bitch, I'm not talking about a Game of Thrones clothing line.
1: You I'm talking bet. about a real you clothing. line. You Better be talking to Keith.
0: I'm talking to you, you. What are you, you?
1: call people a bitch. You better be talking to kids. What are you going to do? I'm not going to do anything. You're not going to do shit. I'm going to keep drinking my you're
0: wine. You're a, a, a bowl of wine. In. drink More your dirty wine. Lancell. Just drink
2: your dirty wine.
0: So, anyways, <laughs> everybody knows that's Big Dick B. And everybody she,
2: knows that's Big Dick
0: B. She wins everybody over to her side and then basically is like, arrest him. Arrest Like, if you're loyal to the, the Tullys and you're loyal to me and my family and we've got connection arrest him and every sword in the tavern is pointed
1: at him. it's a pretty gay way to end the in the episode not gay isn't like gay no no, gay, no go but ahead. Like gay tell us lame. more about it during yeah. pride
0: month about your us, hatred of the gay bring us back to the okay, 90s when about
1: it was gay okay no one loves gays more than me and you should know that because you're gay that being said <laughs> it's not gay isn't like homosexual it's gay isn't lame and
2: that's a different those are I'm totally gay? different things uh which one am i you're both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone loves being called lame. I'm just
1: saying, um, it's a pretty man. lame way to end in the, the
2: episode. There you go.
0: It was like I said. I thought it was a better scene in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the book, I thought it was kind of cool scene. Yeah, it was. It was fine. It was just more. It was more powerful in the book. I thought. Well, yeah. Because uh, it goes into more depth. There's more to it. There's more, you know, connection. There's more story. You know, you get a little She she talks about some of the stories with the Tullys and these minor houses, but in the book it, it kind of talks in depth about it and I thought it was really cool. And then and then Tyrion's got nowhere to go and he's got no allies and you know well, he had some guards there, didn't he? Uh, uh I think there's, he's with the night's
2: watch guy. There are a few
1: that um that travel with him north to the wall. A few. Right. Um and then a few that are traveling south with them. Yeah. Uh but and he's he's but with
0: Yorin and some of the other nights watched dudes Not too, enough to but make a not. difference they don't in that mm-hmm. in
1: that scenario. And Tyrion's not Tyrion is, is level headed enough and smart enough not, not to like make this into yeah. an altercation. Right. Jamie would have made it into an altercation. Tyrion's like, you know what, let's bite our time. It's
0: like okay, this we'll is interesting. Figure
1: this out. Yeah. Um so yeah.
0: Well, that was uh, another... Sorry about that. Delightful episode. Sorry about that. Can you Uh, give the
1: hotline number, and and can we put it in the episode notes
0: as well? It's been in the episode notes, if you would look at them. Oh, man. Ouch. Uh, 352-541-2409. That is a real hotline number. It's a voicemail that's set up. You call. You let it ring. It goes to voicemail. You leave a voicemail with your feedback, with your questions, with your thoughts, with your corrections, with answering the trivia question whatever maybe we should do a trivia question every week that would be tight uh something obscure that only we're giving away a lot of shirts because we only have no, like no 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 listeners. we're not giving away a bunch of shirts we're gonna we the first one can be a shirt everything else will be something yeah small, we can like stickers sticker. magnets
3: yeah
1: whatever keith wants to make because Keith's right, so yeah. gonna make them um <laughs> fingernail clippings
2: of fingernail of clippings yeah Ooh, gross yeah. Um, if you want a,
1: a piece of my hair because I do uh, shave my head every like four or five oh, days.
0: It, it's hair from your head? Both. Nope. <laughs>
1: the other one's not four <laughs> or five days, though. It's like it's more like a
0: month. Oh, oh God. Yeah, um, it doesn't grow that This fast. is spiraling. I'm going to end it before it gets worse. Please do. Worse. Uh, we, <laughs> we've loved having you. If we, you listen to Hour 43, three. I'm you're sorry. welcome. You are welcome.
3: no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm listening. Uh, corrections are are appreciated. You know, there are things that we say in in uh, in passing here that if we got it wrong, let us know. Call the hotline.
0: Don't fucking talk about my spoiler.
1: Ooh.